Hello and thank you for listening to episode 489 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And after not being able to record for over two months through illness, what a great way to be back behind the mic, spending 15 minutes with a guy who I've been a fan of for over 40 years now. And as you'll hear in this interview, I was genuinely very, very excited to spend a little bit of time chatting with Ian Ogilvy. It's about his latest film, Renegades, which is out now digitally from 101 Films and gets a DVD release from them on the 13th of February. So watch out for that. And of course, it's an interview show that I do with somebody whose work I really love. You're going to get the same tangents again, as always. I'm not going to say now where we go off on different directions, but you'll hear. So please sit back, relax and get comfortable as I spend 15 minutes chatting with Ian Ogilvy. Hello, Ian. Hello, Dave. All I've got is a picture of 60 minutes Ooh. with a, a microphone. There. Let me... I don't see your face. Let me put on my... There we go. There you go, I've there got... you go, there Hello. you go. Hello. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. Oh, you have a real professional setup there. Look at that. Well, I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see you, Ian. And it's uh, thank you for giving me some of your time today. Um, I've, Pleasure. I've got to start. You, you have to allow me just 10 seconds, a little bit fanboy, because of the 12 years I've been interviewing people, I can't remember the last time I was so excited to spend some time with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Who have you been interviewing, for heaven's sake? Oh, I mean, loads of people from the film. John Carpenter is one of the big directors that I've that'll, loved over the do. years. That'll you do. know, actors and musicians <laughs> and so on. But you, I mean, you've, you're such a big part of my film and television history. Um, uh, so yeah. it's, it was it was so good to see your name on Renegades, and I've got what a cast! When I saw the cast for Renegades, it's just filled with people whose work I've loved for so for so uh, long. It was it's, oh my god, there's all these different names, and it's you've got <laughs> you've got such a rich history through film and television and, and theatre. I'd love to know: do you at any point go when you see a name on a cast list? Whether you're in them in a film or TV or theatre, do you ever get a little bit excited that you're going to work with with whoever it may be? Oh my God, I'm I'm very starstruck. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, uh, um, um, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Lee, you know the idea of working with Lee Majors, who of course I was watching as a young man, yeah. doing <laughs> Six Million Dollar Man, you know all the and uh, all that sort of thing. Yes, I, I, indeed I do. I mean, I remember. Years ago, I was in a theatre in London. I was watching a play, and in front of me was Bill Nye. Oh, wow. And I and I and I thought to myself, uh, I'd love to meet him. I really would. I'm such a fan of his. I think he's bloody wonderful. Right? And in the intermission, in the interval, I thought I'll go and say hello. And then, of course, he was being surrounded by fans, and, mm -hmm. and so I thought oh, well, I'll leave him alone. Then we're walking, and I'm going to see a friend who has been in the show. So we're walking towards the stage door, and Bill's walking in front of me. And I think, oh, he's probably going to go and see somebody as well. And then we the, we cluster together in that little area inside, just inside the stage door, waiting for instructions to go up. And I'm thinking, I must say, I must sort of interest. I'm so stupid. I'd love to say I'm, what a fan I am. And Bill Nice suddenly turns around to me. He says, "Ian, he said you probably won't remember. We met years and years ago." But, <laughs> and of course, I, I had, I had forgotten meeting this man. You know, who become, had become a kind of hero figure of mine. And that's the thing with fame. You, 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 you know, you, they, bec you know them better for their fame than for the fact that you actually meet them. I've met them already. Yeah. <laughs> and you've worked with so many great people. Like I say, you know, the cast in this is incredible. 
And even though, I, you know, I'm sure in, in lots of interviews, always Return of the Saint gets brought up. And I was a huge fan of that in the 70s, addicted to it. But whenever I think of you, Ian, there's always two films that comes to mind and, and one TV that you made one appearance in. So the two films is The Sorcerers and Witchfinder General. Love those films. Two early films of yours. And of course, you're in it with Boris Karloff and Vincent Price. But I think you're spectacular in those films as well. And, and strangely enough, the TV one, I always remember you in the episode of Ripping Yarns with uh, with Michael Paley. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is quite memorable, that one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's it's very it's very memorable. And there you've got horror, you've got comedy, and of course with Renegades you've got action. Is there any particular genre that you prefer to be in, or do you approach the roles differently depending on the genre? Well, I've always, you know, because of my theatre background, uh, um, and because so much of the theatre is 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 comedy, mm. uh, I think that's my my strong suit. I mean, I think I'm better at that than anything else. I, I certainly enjoy doing that the most. Particularly in the theatre, where you get feedback from an audience, you you know you get something right, you get a sucking great laugh. You don't get that in movies or television, <laughs> unless you're doing a sitcom on television. And I did a sitcom for year, a quite a successful one with Lionel Jeffries and Bridget Forsyth back in the eighties, called Tom, Dick, and Harriet, mm -hmm. which was actually quite successful. But then it all fell apart because Tom, because Lionel didn't want to do anymore, and that was the end of it. But um, I love doing all that, yeah. So, so yes, I don't know what the answer, I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> yeah, if there was any particular genre that you did enjoy. So it's oh, yeah. like comedy. Is, I would, it seems to be I would say comedy. I mean, I, I've done, but in, here in the States, I've done quite a lot of guest appearances on, on sitcoms, uh, you know, where you have the audience and things. And that's all great fun. It's nerve wracking, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and does the comedy I'm, I'm a bit old for action stuff now. You know, I mean, Jonathan, bless his heart, Jonathan puts, puts us old guys in his action movies. And, and you know, <laughs> Can you run up those stairs? And I, I, can, I say, well, I can walk fairly quickly up them, but I'm not going to be able to run now. You're, you're all in fine shape, though, I've got to admit, and especially yourself, And I mean, is there any secret to how you keep in such good shape? No, there none, isn't. At <laughs> none at all. None at all. None at all. I'm just luck, I think, probably more than anything else, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I gave up drinking a couple of years ago, so that might help. Um, and I had given it up before for several years, but yeah. and I've gone back to it. But now I'm I really am off it, and I'll probably be off it for the rest of my life. And I, I, I certainly feel better for that. And I exercise. When I say I exercise, I walk my dogs up here in the park. We have a wonderful park in Los Angeles called Griffith Park, mm -hmm. and it's very hilly and it's wild and and wonderful trails. And uh, I do about two miles every day with the dogs. And I guess that's it, really. You know, and I try not to eat too much. Well, that's, that's a good mixture of things. But, but other than that, I don't do anything. It's funny hmm? you should say about alcohol, really, because I know I don't want to give too much away at what happens in Renegades because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. But there's one particular scene where there's you and other characters, because I don't want to say the characters' names because you don't know who's going to live and you don't know who's going to die in this. But you're all in yeah. a pub and you've all got you've all got a, a pint. And I was wondering if how long that scene took. Was it in a, was it a real pub? Was it real beer that you were drinking? <laughs> Did it? Did, did lines get forgot if it was real beer? <laughs> it's a real pub, but it's not working. It's not a working pub. It was oh. it was kind of slightly derelict actually. Oh, okay. um, and we we took it over, and, and um, that's why it looks a little odd at times at certain angles. A little strange. That back room where we meet for our meetings really yeah. was sort of like a coal hole. You know? <laughs> um, you know what? When we had a drink, I, no, that would have been fake beer. I think, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fake beer. There was one moment where I where I actually got not 
Hank Cross, but I was, uh, where our lovely director, very sweet man, very, very, very kindly, and it was meant as a kind of joke. We all had to have <clears throat> little shots of something, and I can't remember what it was. And um, I naturally assumed it was apple juice, because it always is. Yeah. And <clears throat> I did that, but I threw it back, and it was tequila, and I hadn't had a drink <laughs> at the same for two years. And <clears throat> I went, Daniel, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not, he said, oh, shit, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> he did it as a gag, but uh, yeah, it was odd. Uh, yeah, you must have had some strange experiences on in film and TV, and, and I guess I think it must be surely the the worst thing to have. So things go wrong or, or thrown at you unexpectedly would be in live theatre as well, because at least in film and TV, it can can be lost in the edit, can't it? Yeah, just do it again. Yes, that's right. Yeah, is yeah. That, is there anything that jumps to mind that is one of the the most unexpected or strange or funniest things that's happened to you? <laughs> Not funny this, but it was something about another actor, really. I many many years ago, I they they did a, a, a the BBC did a big fat television show, <clears throat> all about Churchill and Richard. They got Richard Burton come in and play Churchill, and I played Edward the Eighth, and he and I had various scenes where he tries to persuade me not to abdicate, mm -hmm. and um, he sort of slightly ignored me, and he was quite aloof man. Yeah, and on the actual day of the recording. He seemed terribly nervous and frightened, and he grabbed me and he said, "Could you? Could I ask you something? What? 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 What happens if I dry up? What happens if I try? I forget my lines." I said, "We well, just stop, Richard, and you, you know, start again." He said, "I can do that on television." I said, "Yes, it's not live television. You can absolutely do that." And it was odd that 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 he he was frightened all of a sudden about a, in a medium he'd never worked in. You know, and I'd worked in it forever. Yeah. Yeah, it was the only time he really spoke to me. Actually, <laughs> apart apart from apart from the written lines, it was pretty much the only thing. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of funny things happening on 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 sets, mostly they happen in the theatre because you're doing the same thing every night and yeah. something goes wrong, you know. And um, I, I've written about some of those fairly extensively. I mean, I have an autobiography out if anybody's interested, which is called Once a Saint. And uh, um, I, I tell some stories about the funny things that happened in the theatre, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, I remember years ago when I was very young, I remember the great uh, Nigel Hawthorne, Sir Nigel Hawthorne, who died. Um, he and I were in a play together, and um, I had to say the line to him. I went downstairs for a sandwich, and I thought one night, oh, I'll make him giggle, I'll make him laugh. And I said, I went downstairs for a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> and he stopped, he said, he, and, and he, instead of going on, he went, oh, what? I said, a peanut butter sandwich. He said, a peanut butter sandwich? I thought you hated peanut butter. <laughs> I went, no, no, I kind of like it. Really? He said, was it smooth peanut butter or crunchy peanut butter? <laughs> he would not let me go. He said, have you told mom? I know she hates you. Know, you know, you always hate me. You always turn down peanut butter at home. <laughs> we were playing brothers. He went on and on and on. And, and it was a lesson. And the lesson was, don't fuck around with me. You know? <laughs> I, I'm better at it than you are. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's great. And you mentioned you were. Where did you get? Where did you? Where did you get this peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> um, uh, I went to. I went to Jack's. Don't lie to me, kid. Jack's was closed three it years ago. Oh my god, it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned your autobiography, and it has got. It's got such a great cover to it as well. Um, oh, it, it's so different. It's so eye-catching that if you're, you know, well, you're... I had to fight for that. Yes, did you? I yeah. had to fight well a bit. Yes, because they, you know, they always want just a, a black and white photograph, but sort of smouldering, kind of over the shoulder, mm, like yeah, headshot. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you, might, I mean, I want a cover where if you see it on a on a table, 
in Waterstones are full of uh, books. I want mine to be the one you pick up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I I push for that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely works. It was a great decision to have that as the cover. That's for sure. I want I wanted to, I wanted to call it a pee in the snow, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. <laughs> was there any particular reason for a pee in the snow? Yeah, yeah it's the P was spelled P E A. By the way, aha. There, there was a mo- there's a moment when I was shooting the Saint when we were doing a skiing episode. And uh, the director was rather a tiresome man. And the, uh, the first assistant director was a lovely, funny man called Gino. And uh, everything was ready to go. And we were standing there in the snow. I'm skiing and all the rest of it. And ready to go. And we're about to say action. And suddenly Gino shouts out, hang on, Governor, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. He said, I can't, I can't uh, cue the other skiers with my whistle. He said, because I've lost the pee. And the director said, we, what? He said, the P, the P's come out of my whistle, Gov. So it doesn't, I, I can't make it work. He said, surely it works without the P. He said, no, no. no we've got to find the P. Everybody looked for the, so he got the whole crew. And of course, all the crew knew what was going on. And so did I. It was just a gag. We were all on our hands and knees in the snow looking for the P from Gino's whistle. <laughs> and um, the director was getting more because he didn't get the joke at all. He thought it was, you know. <laughs> Anyway, eventually the P, the P, the fictitious P was eventually found and replaced. But it was just one of those things that let's teach this stupid director a lesson about, you know. It was well, both, but that's why I wanted to call it a P in the snow. That would have worked, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I did see you. It, it wasn't on the cover. It was on a poster, actually. It was yesterday. And I'd, I'm sure you can't really say too much about this, but I did see you on a poster for Renegades 2. Are you allowed to say anything? Is it going to be a thing? Can we sort of tease that that might be happening? Or is it just a, a fan thing that went up? Well, the end of the movie is kind of left with, a, with you know, the hook. There's mm. a hook at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think Jonathan's plan was to... Uh, was to do a, a Renegades too. Um, I think you'll have to hurry up because we'll all probably be dead by then, you know. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, sure. You know, uh, listen, you, the jobs are not when you get to my age. You know, you're not inundated with acting jobs. I am involuntarily retired. Uh, I'd like not to be, but uh, they just don't turn up anymore. You know, it's just it's just a fact of life. It's nothing to do with anybody or anything. So, dear old Jonathan, I'm very I'm very grateful to him. You know, he pulls me out of retirement and puts me in these things, and I have a lovely time. He also flies me over to England, which is wonderful because I have family there. I have grand my son, my daughter, and I have grandchildren there. So, you know, I get to come over and uh, uh, and spend a little time with them and spend time on a film set, which is. A place I've always been very happy, and uh, no, I'm, I'm, ha- yeah, sure. I know nothing about Renegades too, uh, other than the fact that uh, that you know it's it's a possibility. Well, I hope people continue to give you work, Ian, because, like I said, I you know, so I've do been, I. I <laughs> so, <laughs> long may you continue doing it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I know we're coming up to the end of the time, and you know, I could talk to you for hours. If you do ever have any other time, I would love to talk to you about this. So much you've done in your career that I've enjoyed over the years and it's been a pleasure chatting with you. And yeah, like I say, keep employing Ian Oglefee for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ian. It's an absolute pleasure having a chat with you. Thanks a lot. All okay. Right. Thank Bye you. Now. Thank you. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. It would be so good to spend at least an hour chatting with Ian so many great stories he must have and yeah an absolute pleasure to uh, to chat with him 
So, and it was an absolute pleasure as well, as I said at the beginning of the show, to get behind the mic again after over two months. Uh, lots of interview shows planned, lots of other shows planned, the usual stuff that I'm on with the entertainment shows, the Decade of Decadence, the rant shows, uh, sound check em out shows, and of course, by the rest of the team as well, you've got more gaming stuff coming up with ABCD of Gaming, you've got the Trophy Achievers, you've got the Spotlight shows with Chris and Adam, and some surprise shows incoming as well. So keep subscribed. What is it? Keep those subscriptions active. That's what, that's what I usually say, whatever that may mean. Uh, you can help us. Visit the website, 60mw.co.uk. Uh, numerical 16, not alphabetical. Everything we do is on there, links to our social media. Uh, the best thing you can do, tell your friends about us. Spread the word if you like what we do. Tell your friends, retweet us, share us on your socials and let more people know about the podcasts that we do. And as well, the news and reviews that are going on the website. The website has, of course, been very quiet for the last couple of months while I've been ill, uh, but that's slowly ramping up again. There's a few more reviews on there, and there'll be more joining it again as things crank up back to normal here at 60MW Towers. So again, thank you for listening, and we'll be back very soon. Not sure what the next show is going to be, but we are going to be back more regular in your ears after a couple of months' blip. But uh, whether that's a good thing or not, hopefully you subscribe to us and it is a good thing. So thanks for listening. We'll be back again soon.